Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. So I think about my 60th birthday coming up in a few weeks, and I think about the concept of powerful parental coaching. And I think about different areas. I think about kids who would eventually become employees. I think about coaches who can really mirror, for lack of better description, future bosses. And right in the middle is this thing called parents. Now, when you think about kids who go through youth sports, what do they do? They typically want to play with their friends and have fun. Yet the number one thing when they were done that they stated, according to studies done at the Positive Coaching Alliance, is they shared things such as the number one thing they hated was the drive home with the parents because parents did what? You did a really good job, but... Then they unload the 12 things they have to work on. There are two reasons why parents do that. Everybody thinks it's because the parents want to live vicariously through their kid. That is not the reason. I'll get back to that. Now, these kids eventually become employees. Here's the funny thing about our school systems. When a kid goes through high school and college, it's roughly eight to 10 years. They enter this thing called the workforce. When they enter the workforce, they are not well gifted in seeking and accepting feedback. Here's why. How often do we hear parents say to coaches or to other like-minded parents, well, I just don't think the coach or teacher likes my kid. Nobody in their right mind goes into teaching or coaching with the eventual meeting of your child to increase their happiness with children or their hope of disliking your child. It doesn't make sense. And so when the kid hears this, and oh, by the way, parents, kids hear this, they start to create a belief system. It's not me. It's the coach. It's not me. The coach had it out for me. The coach didn't do something. There are reasons, there are two reasons specifically that parents react that way. And it's the two major tenets of something called emotional intelligence. So when I think about the first tenet being self-awareness, it's the ability to look in the mirror and truly be honest with yourself about your behavior, being conscientious of one's behavior. Number two tenet is something called self-regulation, holding back, refraining from an emotional outburst. How many more times do we need to have a ref physically attacked or a coach physically attacked to get us to realize that this is out of control. And it isn't because parents are vicariously living through their kids. It's because they don't understand that their behavior is having a detrimental effect on their kid. So when there's a kid who sees mom or dad attack a ref, what's going through that kid's mind? Now, if that kid, heaven forbid, believes well, my dad had the right to punch that guy. Then what we've done is we've already made the transition. That kid is going to repeat that cycle. He's going to go into work. He or she's going to go into work, complain about the boss, disrupt the workplace, 
because they've been positioned to understand that is acceptable behavior. So when you think about powerful parental coaching, we first have to understand we need to be self-aware. What we say matters. How we act matters. It is a model for future behavior. Number two, we have to self-regulate. Because I promise you, every parent has a kid who's played youth sports as an example, and certainly theater and music and other extracurricular activities, where the coach wasn't as great as we would hope they'd be. And that's okay. Have you only had phenomenal bosses in your career? Of course you haven't. Yet what we have to teach, what we have to teach is that we can coach our kids. Now, I think one of the greatest books of all time I've ever read is something called GRIT, which is by Angela Duckworth. And GRIT stands for guts, resilience, intensity, and tenacity. You want to know something? The crappy times are the good times. The tough times are the good times. The times that you had to sit on the bench are the times that really reveal who you are. You know, often we we think that turbulence and challenging times reveals character. No, it creates character. And it's a fork in the road. The kids are either saying, woe is me, my coach doesn't like me, or you know what? I got to support the guys in, or the girls out in the court. I have to respect that coach's decision. You know, I think about when we get promoted, how jaded we get, or people around us get jaded. Someone gets promoted. How often do we have our own peers who do what? Well, I can't believe he got promoted and they had a friendship with that person in the workplace. Happens every single day in our line of work. See, our kids' behaviors and the way they're brought up and the way they are conditioned to understand behaviors and the modeling of behaviors gives them permission to act that way in the workplace. Now, what I'm about to share will absolutely blow your mind. I have a family member who is very high up in a very large organization. And she would literally tell me that post-college, not internship, I don't even think it's right for internships, post-college, parents would come into the interview. Does anyone not think that's nuts? And she would say to the young adult, if your mom or dad sits down, this interview will be over. You will never work here. She once told me, she sat, the mom sat down, the person, my family member got up, said the interview's over. The mom said, I'm going to HR. My family member said, that's who told me to do what I just did. What do you think? Where do you think you're at right now? That is a lack of self-awareness. It isn't just helicopter parenting. That is somebody who has no clue of how absurd that behavior comes off. That child to even allow that, oh, by the way, it's not a child. It's an adult post-college. I don't think my daughter would let me drive around the building where she's interviewing and honk. I think she'd take an Uber or Lyft home. So the point being, parents have to coach their kids. They have to ask questions. What do you like? What did you dislike? Who played well? How did you celebrate them? See. I once created a silhouette years ago on Facebook, and the silhouette was what a parent sees, and it's a silhouette of one player, and it says, my kid. 
And a coach, I put underneath what a coach sees is a silhouette of five kids, which is the caption of uh, a team underneath that silhouette of the five characters. That's at a crossroads. See, our kids are going to have bosses. Our kids are going to face changes and challenges. Our kids are going to have to show grit. They're going to have to dig in. They're going to have to find resilience. They're going to have to find a tenacity. You know, we talk about this all the time about mental health and anxiety, and I think it's real stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yet, you know what we don't talk about is go ask for feedback. And you know what, son or daughter, when you get the feedback, just shut up and listen. I don't care if you agree or disagree with it, but absorb it because it's perspective. It's insight to how you're perceived. Even though it may not be accurate in your mind, it gives you an opportunity to correct and navigate waters so that perception can become your power. Yet, if a parent says, I don't think that teacher likes you, I think that coach has it out for you, we have given future employees of the workplace permission to do what they're currently doing. Do you know how that is illustrated? The Gallup organization reports 71% of people in the workplace today are actively disengaged or neutrally engaged. Only 29% are positively engaged. If you're a manager, do you know seven out of 10 of your people are kind of like, I'm just here to do a job or negative? That's not fun. Where does that come from? It does not come from the workplace. It comes from the childhood and the parents' ability to shape their kids Therein lies an opportunity for all of us, and it's called Powerful Parental Coaching. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn, and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.